This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, this uh, was a study that came out earlier in the month, and it takes a look at super seniors. So if you've ever wondered why some people can live to be 80, 90, 100, even older than that, to be perfectly healthy and with it, it's not all genetics. There are some similarities when it comes to lifestyle. And joining me now to talk a bit more about this is Angela Brooks-Wilson, professor and chair of biomedical physiology and kinesiology at Simon Fraser University. Angela Brooks-Wilson. And thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Jill. I, I laughed a bit. I was reading a story about this and about your study and about the fact that it's difficult to schedule interviews with the super seniors because they're so busy. Yes, that's true. It was a lot of trouble, actually, uh, interviewing them because they're so busy. <laughs> so when you did track them down, what did you find were beyond genetics, kind of the, the common denominator for people who have this longevity and live long, healthy lives? So the common denominators were uh, a few things that, that we know we should do, and these will be effective for most, most but not, not all people. Uh, most of the super seniors um, were either non-smokers or they had quit smoking sometime during their life. Uh, most of them do, a lot, do some physical activity, including exercise, um, and um, most of them are very active and busy. Which which seems seems to make sense that by doing that uh, you can uh, live a long and healthy life. You can definitely increase your chances of living a long and healthy life. Uh, do we know though if genetics or what role genetics plays in why some people don't get various cancers or aren't subject to diseases? Genetics uh, definitely does play a role. It actually plays a smaller role than lifestyle when you're thinking of the population level. So as a group of people, most of them will have experience more effect from lifestyle uh, than from genetics, but genetics does play a role. We know there are um, a, a few genes that, that influence uh, healthy aging and longevity, and a lot of genes influence the risk of disease. Right. Uh, one of your uh, study participants, uh, a man by, by the name of Ivan, um, I was reading about him and he, I mean, when you talk about getting activity, we're not just talking about going for a walk. This is a guy who's in the gym, working out, uh, playing tennis, and uh, he seems to spend a lot of time for the physical exercise. He does. Uh, he, he's quite amazing. And he's not the only one who does that. We have a gentleman who's 107 years old, and he still works out every day. Wow. Is it something, though, that, that in that case, then, somebody's 107, works out every day, did you have to have started working out and have always worked out in your life? You, you know, we really tried hard to answer that question, Jill, but we found that we couldn't, um, we couldn't quantitate the exercise they did over their, over their lifetime. It was just too, too hard to get reliable answers to the questions, how much did you exercise during this decade or this decade? Uh, so we, we can't say that from our own study. We know, generally speaking, from other studies uh, about health generally, that exercise is very important for health. So what we, what we do know is consistent with that. All right. And what about social relationships? Um, also, from, from mainly other studies, it's known that social relationships are very important, particularly as you, as you get older, to have a, a social support group around you to do things such as, for, for example, help you get out to the dentist. Uh, help you get out to, to do things. Uh, but we also found with the super seniors, they just seem to be social. Um, in, they just seem to have a lot of social activities going on. 
All right. Uh, you mentioned smoking. I found that interesting, too, in that some of them, it's, it's not that you had to be a non-smoker your entire life, although that's probably best for your health. But the, it, was, it seemed like the benefit was still there as long as you had quit smoking. Yes, definitely. And we were actually quite surprised to see that. Um, I would say what you said earlier is true, Jill, that it's much better to, to not start smoking. But, um, but having smoked, I think you could say that it, it's always good to quit. It's never too late. And what about alcohol? They do drink alcohol. We found that many of the super seniors drink, but usually quite moderately. Actually, a lot of the super seniors are also non-drinkers. And that's consistent with, with studies that show that, that non-drinkers uh, do tend to, to do better in, in terms of health. But what we can say from the super seniors is moderate drinking was consistent with being able to go on and become a super senior. And by moderate, a few drinks a week? Uh, moderate, the average, which includes the individuals who don't drink, the average for the super seniors was about three drinks a week. All right. And and any difference between men and women? Um, n- no, not really in terms of the lifestyle. It was it was pretty consistent consistent across between men and women. And anything you did mention, uh, you're a bit surprised by the smoking, uh, the fact that that you could quit and still have that that benefit. Did anything else stick out with you? Or having studied and spent so much time studying the super seniors, is there anything else that st- sticks out or was a surprise to you? I would say just their level of busyness was a surprise. Um, we, we thought that they would be um, somewhat active, but we were surprised to find how many of them were, were truly, truly uh, active. One other thing that also surprised us is we asked them uh, as one of our last questions of the interview, when the young person goes to the super senior's home and interviews them about their life and health, which is something they, they usually really enjoy, um, we asked them, have you experienced major stress events during your life? Um, and this question, mind you, is focused on specific events rather than chronic stress, but we were still surprised to find that the super seniors actually had experienced a lot of uh, stressful events. Um, but it makes sense. So, for example, many of them had, had lost their spouses. Um, some of them, sadly, had lost their children because they've lived long enough for that to happen. Um, and just also they had, they've had divorces, they've had uh, many stressful events, and one gentleman even said, well, it was quite stressful being a prisoner of war. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that is interesting because I think uh, there tends to be this idea that this group somehow has cruised through life and playing tennis and being mm-hmm. active and such, but it's, that's not the case. No, no. In terms of... of you know, life giving them a few knocks, they have, they have not been free of that at all. Uh, you, from what I understand now, are you, this is an ongoing study. Are you continuing to study the seniors or what are you doing now? We are. We're continuing to study the seniors and we've done our characterization of, of their lifestyle so far. So I think we've found most of what we would, would find from, from lifestyle and it is consistent with the bigger studies that were really designed with lifestyle in mind. Um, what we're doing now is we, we are focusing on analyzing some genetic data that we have uh, from our current super seniors, and we're always continuing to recruit uh, additional new super seniors. Genetic studies are always more powerful when they're bigger, and so we continue to take on new participants who are, who are interested. And is that that's anybody? You have to be at least 85? Have to be at least 85, and to qualify as a super senior, 
They need to be free of five diseases, cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, dementia, and major lung disease. So if anybody, if any of your listeners are interested or if they know of someone or a relative, they're very welcome, welcome to give us a call or email us. All right. And when you say free of diseases, the one that sticks out there, what if somebody has had a cancer in the past or do you have to have been free of it your entire life? To qualify for this study, they, they would need to meet those criteria. Um, survivors will, will sometimes ask me that. Do they qualify for the study? And actually being a cancer survivor, you, you're particularly noteworthy in, in a very different way. Um, but in our study, we don't happen to study that particular, that particular um, phenotype, as we call it. We, we study people who have simply never developed those diseases. But if you have listeners who are interested, they're welcome to give us a call um, at 604-675-8151. Or they can email us at studycoordinator at bcgsc.ca. All right, bcgsc.ca. And I have that information. If, if somebody didn't get it and wants to, to contact me, I can pass it on uh, along as well. One more question. Did the, did the super seniors, do they look younger than they are? Uh, interesting that you should ask that, Jill. Anecdotally, yes, they do. Uh, and I have not had the privilege of meeting very many of my super seniors face-to-face. We, um, uh, we practice confidentiality. I send a, an interviewer to their, to their homes to interview them. But the few that I, that I have met uh, and who have joined us for, for um, a couple of events over the years, um, they actually did look much younger than I would have expected. They, were, uh, they just looked m- m- much younger. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they might. There's something that, that there's, I guess, having the healthy lifestyle and all the, the working out and being active, it just seems like that might keep you not only young at heart, but uh, young looking as well. As well, and it, there could be a genetic component to that too, but we have no, no we ha- definitely haven't revealed that yet. All right. Uh, very interesting study. Uh, Angela Brooks Wilson, thank you so much for joining us uh, and passing along uh, the information. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thank you again so much. That is Angela Brooks Wilson, Professor and Chair of Biomedical Physiology and Kinesiology at Simon Fraser University. And again, they're always recruiting recruiting, sorry, new super seniors. You have to be at least 85 and, as Angela mentioned, free of those five diseases. And that includes uh, cancer, dementia, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and major lung disease. Uh, the number 60476. Sorry, let me start that again. 604-675-8151. That is for the study. If you want to get involved, if you're interested, or maybe you know somebody who would like to uh, get involved, study coordinator at bcgsc.ca is their email. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.